0: Good afternoon, good evening, however you're listening. Welcome to another edition of the Temperamental Gunners podcast. Uh, the streak had to end at some time, boys, uh, but unfortunately it coincides with our FA Cup defence. So we are out of the FA Cup. I'm here with the other temperamental Gunners, Kibs and Amari. Uh, we're recording uh, the, the night after. How are you guys doing?
1: Yeah, good, good to be back. Good to be back. Uh, fortunate about the loss, but... I'm confident about Tuesday. So, yeah, let's get into it. Let's get yeah. into it.
2: Amari? Feeling good, feeling good, feeling good. Um, nice temperamental about this defeat as uh, some of some of our fellow gunners on, on Twitter, I have to say. But, you know, it's always disappointing to lose, but you can't win them all. You can't yeah. win them
0: all. And if it was going to be any game, then I suppose out of the two, then it it, it it had to be this one, right? It had to, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, it had to be. It had to be. Let's just hope we follow it up with a win on when, on uh, Wednesday night. Yeah? Was it Tuesday, Wednesday or Tuesday? Tuesday. Actually? Tuesday.
1: Tuesday, Tuesday night. Tuesday night. night. Okay.
0: We'll get into that in a moment. So let's uh, hopefully we're going to be a bit more quicker on this one. So let me get through to the uh, the team lineup. Um, so uh, it was Leno and goal, which is a bit of a surprise. But then uh, Bellerin uh, captained the team at right back. Holding, that was a bit of a surprise for me as well. Uh, Then we had uh, Gabriel returning his first game in like maybe five due to COVID and injury. Uh, Cedric on the left-hand side uh, yesterday. Then we had Xhaka and um, Elneny in the middle. Surprised that Xhaka started, but again, uh, I suppose he's been in good form recently. Uh, Then we had Pepe, Willian and Martinelli. Martinelli uh, getting his uh, coming back. And then up top was Eddie and Katia. So, uh, gentlemen, let's get right into it. What went wrong with, especially in the first half? Because my observation is we start so slow in the first half, gives us a lot to do in the second half, especially if we go a goal down, which we did. But we are just so slow, so slow to start off.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. First of all, I'd like to point to really quickly is just uh, there's a bit of a risk either side on Southampton and, and, and then maybe us with the lineup. but we really weren't expecting, I, I don't think any of us were expecting Southampton to line up so strong. Mm. So That could have put us on the back foot a little, but I, I, I think the first few five five minutes or so, I, I don't think, I think it was even, so I think we, we had created, did we create the first chance or did it go Southampton? Away? I think once um, they started to press us.
2: Yeah, we looked sharp. We looked sharp to start with um i mean as as i think there's a, there's something to be said for the fact that a lot of the team that came in on on saturday you could tell they haven't played with each other often i mean <clears throat> there wasn't a lot of combinations going forward our front our front four looked quite disjointed um Xhaka and any weren't progressing the ball very well once the pressing started and obviously southampton's it was Southampton's starting lineup. You could tell the way that they were play. There was no difference between the way they played on Saturday, to the way they played against us at the Emirates in December, and the way that they'll play on Tuesday night. Like it, it was, it was very clear that yeah. they, 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 played with each other a lot, and they, 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 knew what they were doing.
1: Yeah. Just, just starting off with that, then, if you're, what's gone wrong, and then we're starting off in the midfield, then, because I think <laughs> clearly loss of battle in midfield, and if you have a Xhaka and El kind of like double pivot against a team, a midfield that are hungry to hunt you down and then close down the space for two players that like to dither or need a bit of time to execute, you're in big trouble. You're in big trouble when we saw that. I
2: think, yeah, yeah, halfway through the half, I was like, are Xhaka and El actually playing? I could, they just, there was never a time where they had like a couple of seconds on the ball for the commentators to even say their name. Like, they were just getting hounded.
1: And it's funny because... Yeah,
2: it was funny because I was looking at it like, that 4-4-2, you know, normally I quite like it when I see Arsenal lining up against a 4-4-2 because we can dominate the midfield if our 10 drops in. But Southampton just came in narrow. You've got, like, Walcott and Armstrong just pushing in to, to make it almost like there's four central yeah. midfielders in there they spring all over you win the ball back and then they go mm. um and yeah we, we we weren't necessarily shaky from the start but within no. like kib said within like five ten minutes it was yeah we yeah, were like it, it, I, I, yeah.
0: Don't, I don't know i don't know boys i mean i'm gonna have to come differently on that because you know from for me for the first 10 minutes it was it was clear that we had an issue with uh, coping with their pressing. And I'm not going get, to uh, get on Gabriel's case because he's just come back from injury, but he looked very, very shaky. Shakier than I've ever seen him, but I think we're going to yeah. put that down to the injury. But what was also concerning for me was Holding wasn't as assured as he's been. Bellerin wasn't as assured as he's been. And Cedric on the left-hand side. And with that, and yeah, like you guys have said, with El Elneny and Xhaka, who aren't the fastest and aren't able to progress the ball quick out of midfield. I thought we were really. It was yeah. It, I think we were lucky that Southampton. They had six, a couple of half chances which could have gone either way, um, and could have really done something to our confidence if they had gone in that early. But I, yeah. I really thought we started really badly in my in my opinion, and I just think Gabriel w- w- was yeah. He was really one of the ones that was the shakiest. But I'm not going to have a go at him.
1: uh, Yeah, on on that matter, the left-hand side, although Cedric was getting up, he was trying to get up the pitch, and, you know, he kind of had that opportunity when he found himself uh, inside of the penny box um, off of, I think it was Williams, deflected cross, and he kind of controlled it. He had a lot of time, and he he skied it. I think I, I was expecting him to continue to progress, in in that kind of manner and and find space on the left. But as the both of you kind of pointed out, he looked very uncomfortable receiving the ball from the left-hand side because I, truthfully, I thought, okay, good, let's see Cedric on the left. I I thought maybe he would be a person we could perhaps rely on um, to kind of like fill in. But he, he didn't look comfortable at all. And in terms of him tracking back Southampton, I think they create four chances Four good chances from that left-hand side. Uh, the, work, the one with Che Adams, yeah. even the corner of Ward Prowse. I think it was from his side where <laughs> you know, Ward Prowse hit the crossbar. Yeah, yeah. A number, a number of chances. The
0: from eventually that the side
1: goal. And yeah. the goal and Ings. Mm-hmm. Ings
0: should we? And... Should
2: I just, we... I just wanted to kind of comment on. on Gabriel. Sorry, just one second. Because yeah, 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 no. What we've seen is that I think when he's shaky, he doesn't like do it by half like he's either <laughs> completely shaky or you know bang on it and i think he had a difficult game against southampton
0: at the um, emirates in yeah. the
2: league and he had a he had a difficult game on yeah. saturday as well he got um, sent
0: off for of the emirates didn't he yeah <laughs> yeah, he was,
2: he was all yeah.
1: Shot. but but yeah and i think that's
2: infectious yeah. like i think that probably spread to holding like you like you mentioned I thought Holding had a decent game but he's he, he's the kind of player that probably gives fives and sixes at the very minimum but I think yeah the, Cedric was very uncomfortable I think maybe we're maybe we're understating how difficult it is to be on the opposite side of the pitch to what you what you're used to and be forced to be having to use your weaker foot um more than you normally would um he looked very he yeah defensively he was very unsure as well, which is not necessarily something you'd put to him when he's playing at right back. You'd think normally defensively he'd be quite
1: solid. Yeah, he's culpable, for sure. The,
0: the funny thing is, a lot of people talk about how Cedric can play on either either uh, left back or right back. So, mm. But today we didn't see it. Maybe it's his first game in that position for a while, so maybe we shouldn't give him too much heat. But like Kib said earlier, um, there was a shot that he had, that shot that he had. He, he had a lot more time to bring it down and maybe keep it on target, but he didn't. Um should we look at the forward line? Uh I was disappointed about Martinelli. Um some people were really annoyed that he got substituted. I to be fair, I wanted him to stay on much, but he didn't do he didn't really bring much to the game, I felt yesterday, which was a bit disappointing. Mm-hmm. Or am I seeing it something I, am I seeing it differently?
1: I, I think Amari probably Groovy, but I, I think that's slightly harsh. I, I think maybe what we weren't seeing was his 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 runs, he was making quite effective runs, but as you can kind of see with Arsenal in the first half of games, and especially when we're playing this second eleven in domestic competitions or in the Premier League, when the quality was, was not disc- terrible, it was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we just weren't finding, weren't finding his runs apart from you know that yeah, Pepe, did. that nice little ball from the set piece, which you know. I think eight out of it or nine out of ten other times, I think it, at at least he's wrapping his foot around that and getting that on yeah. target. I, I thought he was gonna score that. Gil um, edge.
2: I I I I think it's not as clear cut as he was he wasn't great on Saturday. I just think he wasn't sharp. He wasn't as sharp as he normally is. I think maybe the inter- the, the number of times he's he's had to sit out over the last couple of weeks probably caught up with him on, on Saturday. He didn't look fully on it. Um but you always think he's going to be our most dangerous player when he's on the pitch. Yeah. Um. Especially with with this lineup, he was the only person I was looking at going forward that I was thinking, you know, you weren't chances to fall to. Um. Yeah. He was unfortunate with the with the um free kick one. It's a difficult technique. Um. To to that ball coming over your shoulder onto your weaker foot, hitting that on the vol. Um. But I was more surprised that he didn't get it right, as opposed to the fact that you know, just, he just because it's hit. Yeah.
0: And um, that, that that's credit to him that we think, yeah. you know that he should be getting that he should be connecting with that kind of chance and even that we see him even though he hasn't played that many games we see him as our clearest we saw him yeah. rather as our clearest threat on the pitch so you know no problems with martinelli it's just a bit disappointing that um you know we didn't see his sharpness um nicholas pepe uh willian and eddie and Katia, let's discuss uh, we probably might come too much into this later. Well, we probably don't want to go into this too much now. Rather, so let's try yeah. and be. Let's try and pick out a moment. So let's talk about Pepe first, actually. So,
1: so to set the tone of Pepe, and I'll, I'll leave it to you boys. Uh, I think he created five out of our eight chances, and two of those were big chances, right? So perhaps we can. Start with the big chance that he created well we, we we already spoke about the big chance he created for Martinelli, but he also created quite a good chance for um yeah
0: yeah, I, I think Pepe you know yesterday he had again the thing with Pepe is you can see what he 's trying to do it 's just the execution of it, either he holds on to it for me a bit too long than he should, or there's a chance there for him to um uh, 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 to, to hold on to it and then he doesn't and then he releases it too quickly or whatnot. but yesterday he had a shot which got blocked from that left hand side um, and obviously Nketiah's through ball, uh, through ball to Nketiah and obviously the free kicks that he, he had a part in uh, I really want to believe in Nicolas Pepe I'm, I'm going to give him as much you know sort of like patience as we can But we do need to see him executing in the last third. We do need to see him executing in the last third. He's a very, very talented player. And yesterday, I don't think he was the worst player. Like some people are trying to make out, it's the end of his career and we can throw him away or whatnot. You know, he's got to start producing. Yesterday, he tried at least. That's what I'll say on the whole. Yeah, I
2: thought it was a bit, it was maybe a little bit unfair in the press conference afterwards that um, Arteta was kind of having to deal with uh, the, the William and Pepe like they were both a pack of, uh, the jokers in the pack uh, it was just I thought Pepe was probably our most dangerous player on the day even when we made the changes so um, but yeah I just think it's the inc- inconsistency even within within moments he will do something right I think he, he led the passage of play that won that free kick on the right hand side towards the end of the game and then he steps up to take the free kick. And I'm like, ah, oh, this could go all wrong. I don't know what's going to happen. And then, yeah, he just, in, in the end, just kind of smashes it straight out of play. And you're just like, that's the thing. Like, even in, like, little passages, he can be, like, completely almost two different players in, yeah. in, in the same in the same couple of moments. Um, all,
1: all, all, all I'd want to see with Pepe, though, because he's firmly lumped in this kind of, like, second 11 almost. Uh, we've seen him perform well in the Europa, but I'd like to see him in the league, maybe where, you know, we're on top and he's with some of these other quality players. And I'd like to see the kind of impact he has then. But I just don't think he's going to be afforded that chance based on current form. Where, 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 where is he? Where, where do you fit him in?
0: I, I really want to see him try to be played behind the striker because I think he's got he, he's a he's a big lad. He can bring down the ball. He can swivel he can bring someone in and then we're well, on the transition and then maybe he can slip a ball through or he can try and have a shot on his left foot. Uh, yeah. I really want to see him being changed only up. On and, his let's left see. Foot. Yeah, only left. on his left foot. Mind <laughs> you though, his goal that he scored in the Europa, what was it against, uh, I think it's Dundalk at home or someone yeah. at home. He did score a real, a real banger. But yeah. I just want to see him, I just want to see him in that central position. I just want to see a couple of games there so we can see if he's got that possibility because I think, I, I think, us playing him on the wide, on on the wide, and you know waiting for him to cut in. It's yeah, people have found him out basically. So let's try and see if he can cause mm. some disruption from central. T-
1: toes. All I say, sorry. Yeah, sorry, I was just going
2: to say the only thing I think is the issue is that is that he is just not very reliable on the ball, and you pick up you pick up the ball in such tight pockets of space. Like you have to be willing to just know when to turn the ball on instantly, or you know. Take that touch under pressure to skip round a player, and that, that's something that it doesn't look that amazing when you do it. But we notice it when Smith Rowe does it right because he'll be surrounded by three players and he'll just turn it on straight away, and he won't mess but, about. But and he can be trusted on possession in possession like that. I'm not sure that Pepe can
0: be. The thing is, I think Pepe's got the skill set to be able to dance around a player like that. And then release it. The thing is, it's just gotta be told to him that you've got to once you break the play like that, or once you've gone past someone like that, you've got to release. That's his main problem now, fundamentally. But maybe in that sort of like central role, it's gonna be even more the case that look, you you draw the player on, you've beaten him, now you've got options in front of you, you've got to release them. But yeah, it's it's Ooh. a tough one. But I just wanna see Pepe, I just maybe I'm just wanting to see Pepe shine somewhere. And that's the last position we haven't seen him being tried at.
1: All, all, all I'd say to that with Pepe is, yeah, he does have the skills to get, to, to get beyond players, but he has a real issue with positioning, where he picks up the ball. Now, we've seen when he, we, he played in the, in the two, I think he played in the two with Alba um, against Liverpool.
2: Yeah, uh, and he looked
1: he looked quite threatening year. because I f- yeah I feel Pepe if he's higher up the pitch mm. less he, I, I prefer him to play an instinct higher up the pitch. Your main focus you take one touch and you're in and goal just shoots. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't it, think we're going to see that. <laughs> it,
0: it, it's a good it's a good call as well actually to see if he can be played as more of a support striker. But unfortunately we're not playing that formation. But it's a, it's a good call as well. You know, we just—I, I, you know—I, I, I just want to see that guy come good. Uh, and I think all three of us are in unison that we really, although we are, we're getting frustrated. I think we all want to see him come good uh, fundamentally. Yeah. Um, Let's—we've got two more players to discuss before we go to the break. Um, so ooh, let's go with Eddie first. Let's go with Eddie. Let's Go with Eddie.
2: Just trying to like stay focused on the game a bit. I think the one one of the main issues we had in that first half is that when we did get the ball uh, we were struggling to build possession through the third so we were starting to look a bit longer and you can't hit Eddie and hope that the ball's going to stick whether you're yeah. hitting him through the air like with a longer ball from the centre halves or even like a ball from centre midfielders into his feet he just couldn't be trusted to keep the ball and bring other people into play so we just weren't getting any further off the pitch at all. And um I start over the last couple of months it's starting to kind of get a little bit frustrated with Eddie. I know I I, I was saying to Kibbs last week you can't pie him but I think <laughs> you know he's a young he's a young man but if you want to be a centre forward at a Premier League club that's got loftier ambitions I think he's got to start showing a lot more when he does have the chance um, against quality opposition because yesterday uh, just very unconvincing in everything he did, even even the, even the chance that he had um, when Pepe sent him through the instinctive attempt at a finish, but uh, I feel like he could have there's more that he maybe could have done with that opportunity, whether it's whether it 's taking it first time but shaping it a bit more or even trying to cut back let the defender go past him and then and then take the shot but he doesn't seem to have those kind of instincts if that makes sense it'll just always be like i'm in shoot like that's it um maybe i'm being uh, unfair
0: amari but... uh, you know that that sounds uh, that's a bit like me whenever i try and play football these days up front as soon as a rush of blood to the head i'm, in, you, behind. Anyway, <laughs> that's a, I'm in behind shoot, <laughs> shoot, shoot, so i know exactly how eddie feels we're a press striker talking. About. Ah, t- um,
1: not quite Gibbs, like me. Not, yeah, yeah don't, quite don't... like me. I, I, I'm good on that turn.
0: I know you're. Co- we'll I know not. you're nice, cool, and calm in front of goal. Can yeah, That, that was that's never been on the Dead on the Milan, <laughs> Milan pitch okay. in
2: this conversation yeah, it has to be yeah, it has yeah.
0: to be
1: myself. Yeah. So <laughs> but, I I feel like a broken record with Eddie because I've been saying it for a while to the, to those points. I think it's a bit unfair, people saying he's, like, he's only effective in the six-yard box. I, I believe he's, I think he's been doing the opposite south he, he was making good runs into the channels, but as you said... He was, he looked sharp. He, did he looked sharp, but yeah. the ball just wasn't sticking. He had a, three good opportunities, two of those he should have done better with. Um, but my, yeah, my main problem is, I've, I've, I've said it, in the under-23s and the lower levels, he was known as a player who was going to finish... You give him a chance in front of goal, he's gonna get you that goal. He stepped up, and his main attributes have been taken away from him. He snatches mm. shots, and when when I see when I see he does score, I'm surprised by it.
0: Mm. Mm. But, I, I, think, I think, yeah, I think Eddie, it's 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 a real, it's a real, it's a real problem because you know he. he He's got to be someone who can come in and contribute, and he's just not doing it at the moment. And it's very hard when he's playing up front on his own, but that's the formation that we're playing. And, you know, him against the center half yesterday, it was, you know, it was a no brainer that he wasn't going to hold the ball up and it was going to be a real struggle for him to get in and behind. Like you say, he was making some runs through the channels and whatnot. But I think, you know, Eddie. I don't know, Kibbs. I, I, I just think he can't be anything other than a penalty box striker. With the occasional, we have seen him set up the occasional. Like he was, you know, the uh, Aubameyang's goal against Southampton at the Emirates. That was, a, that was a nice ball through to him. It came through him, though it was more Saka's work. But I can't see him more than, you know, being a fox in the box. And he's not going to, at the premiership level, um, you've got to have more than that nowadays. Yeah, that, that's that's what I'm
1: saying. He's been doing, he's been
0: showing some other
1: signs, but uh, there's still been no end product to those moments where he's tried something different. I I don't think he's a really terrible player, to be honest. I'm not. I yeah. never go as far as to say he's he's rubbish. Put him in the bin. Is is not that. It's just um, as we've said, how he plays doesn't really give to his strengths. He. He's a player that needs opportunities created for him. Yeah.
0: Mm. yeah. Shall, shall we move on to the last guy and then uh, quickly uh, yeah, wrap it up? Uh, Willian. I'm, I think we're going to talk more about Willian in part two. So um, let's just try and focus on his performance in this game. Um, again, uh, it, it, within that, I didn't see much. Although he did have some passes that led to chances being created I just think again in terms of his pressing and running and general creativity there wasn't much of it his passes were more back towards defense when we were in an advanced position or sideways passing I didn't really see him break the lines that much or whatever so that's my view on Willian on this game I just same old same old
1: yeah, devoid of confidence. Things that mm. we've seen him do, you know, elsewhere at Chelsea. He's, he still tries the same things, but they're just not coming off in at all. He's
2: yeah, not, I, I,
1: not I, accurate.
2: I haven't seen him dribble as well. You know, he does that thing where he stops and he will shake his right leg over the ball like he's going to try and beat the guy. And then he'll just turn back. And yeah. Pass it, pass it back. And I, yeah... Yesterday, I think he was he was getting the ball quite a bit deeper than maybe you might want him to when he's playing in that ten. Um, but yeah, he's just he just kept looking back and sideways, not a lot going forwards. Um, <laughs> he didn't have a lot of opportunities. I don't think I don't think he had. Did he have one shot yesterday?
1: Yeah, he he he, he had did. one shot, didn't he? He he did so. I think I has been pretty strong in that. When William gets a ball in, 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 like a, in the final third and he has an tr- opportunity to shoot, you, you just know it's mm. not going to happen. And I think this was another one of those occasions. So I, I think I read he's had two shots on target out of 20 chances. And although this one, it was his deflection, right? So I think he dragged it back on his left and mm. it was deflected over you just don't have confidence that he's going to yeah execute
2: yeah i mean we don't i suppose we don't need to go we're, we're going to talk a bit more about our second eleven in the next part but yeah i just think the the frustrations with with William like, <laughs> yeah it's just because you can't see where the good performance is going to come from at the moment no not at can't all see it. i just don't know not where at all
1: I still think he's a good professional, though. No matter what anyone says, I, I, you, you might yeah. you know something about him.
2: I think, I think Arteta would only Arteta would only say that he's a good professional if he if he is. Um, but to an extent, I don't care, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care because him him being a good professional during the week. It's not like with our jobs where like you know. Monday to Friday if you do a bread and butter like well done you've done you've been a good professional like training is an important part of the game but you get paid for that 90 minutes man and if you're not doing the business there then I don't care if you train well
1: yeah like, as a fan especially yeah I just don't hate him and I hope he doesn't listen he never tunes in he <laughs> can come I mean, on and explain,
0: explain himself <laughs> yeah exactly let's let's wrap it up uh, in part one uh, just quickly to the predictions um, uh, no points for any of us I think we all called wins oh I was just going to call- say changes
2: the changes because I mean we brought on we brought on Partey and Saka and looked a bit more lively for a bit and then I think to be honest, I said I made a weird change, bringing on Lacazette for Bellerin and then putting Lacazette in the ten. I was just like, "That's just not going to work." <laughs> it's just not going to work. Did he not drop you you not drops
0: right Saka into so left back? Yeah yeah, 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 that was how it
2: worked. But I just mean, yeah. it's just like,
0: yeah,
2: why did you think that was going to work?
1: Yeah, and, and and to be honest, though, eh? yeah, I think it was more about Southampton looking quite leggy. Like sixty fifth yeah. minutes on, they we'll were looking stunted, looking tired. Party got a bit yeah, of a in the game.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. left
1: to right. That's what I would like to see.
0: I think yeah we'll bring that in part two with just how the def, the clear difference between our first eleven because you saw that with when Party stepped on, he just within a couple of motions he just brought confidence to that midfield, but let's uh let's move over to let, let's say that's uh, part two guys so we're going to go for a quick break and uh when we come back Amari uh, is going to be taking us through the uh to the big debate Amari what's that going to be on
2: well just coming out of that game I think we just need to talk about our, our second 11 guys and,
0: and what Arteta does about it To be honest. okay all right guys we'll be back right after this All right, and welcome to part two of the Temperamental Guna podcast. Uh, we are discussing the big debate, and pretty much looking at pretty much looking at the the second eleven and what Mikel Arteta's got to do um, with that second eleven, and can they be trusted in any uh, in any game? Uh, over to you, Amari. That's a big question. Can they be? <laughs> tr-
2: yeah, because you know, like you see, I don't know if you guys saw, um, Merson yesterday on Sky Sports News with. You know, mercurial Clinton football Morrison. talents with Clinton Morrison and Morrison. Jamie Mackey Jamie uh, Mackey <laughs> talking, about. Oh, Mario, don't,
0: don't talking mind, about. Don't bad mind. Don't, don't bad um, mind. Don't Clinton O Morrison. Don't bad uh, mind. Clinton O Morrison.
1: <laughs> good professionals again.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, Jamie Mackey, big goal in that. Um, big goal helping to keep all stay up. So yeah, my dad's a KPR fan. Shout out KPR. But anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> talking about how it's ridiculous that Arteta changed the squad that much, you want to win a cup, blah, 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 this, that and the other. Yeah. And I'm just thinking there was some serious, what should be some serious talent on the pitch yesterday. Um, but we've spoken about it in previous weeks, the, 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 the big difference between our starting 11 and our second 11. And, you know, we've got, if you look at our next six to eight games, big fixtures coming up, two games a week, how, how do we get through those kind of games when you can't rely on, on or it doesn't look like you can rely on, on our second 11? Uh, I don't know what you guys think about that.
1: Yeah, it, it just feels, first of all, it feels like we're quite entitled. It's a cup competition which we've won <laughs> how many times? 14 times in total. Four
0: just, times in the last five, four times yeah. in the last six years or seven years or something.
1: So I, something can under- like,
0: I think in the last 31, we lost three. So, that, what's
1: yeah. that about? And Arteta's law, like, first loss as a player and manager in their FA Cup. So, I, I can understand why. In fact, I do understand why he feels it you know, he made those number of changes. Um, you know, we, we have other aspirations this season. Um, there's a lot of internationals in that team, a lot of experienced players. I I I don't he you need to be able to rely on your squad, especially in cup competitions. I, I I don't I think that's it's not a no I can understand the other side of it to extend, but I, I don't think it's something to really
0: Yeah. Kips, C- C- Kibbs, I'm I'm gonna go one further, uh bro. I'm I'm gonna say it is a no brainer. It's a no brainer. We've you've got, like Amari said, we've got a lot of games coming up. And this is to back all of us, right? I don't, you know, what because I saw that later in a clip what Jamie Mackey, uh, Morrison, and Paul Merson were saying, and, you know, saying that, you know, we're not, we're not going to win the league, we're not going to get relegated, so we might as well go for a cup. The Europa League, I think, is a bigger ambition, personally speaking, for us this this year. But in spite of that, we've got Southampton again on Tuesday. So why would we, Play party again from the start, and all these other players who are like Amari said, are top internationals in their own right. We've got a big squad, we need, to get, we need to get them into form. It makes sense to start them. So, all of this nonsense that these guys were saying, that it was like you know, Jamie Mackey and Clinton Morrison basically said it was disrespectful to the FA Cup. What are you on about? And what are and you on o- about? And
1: it's okay, and it's okay for like other supposed big teams or other big teams to make five or six changes to the team like Leicester, that was a different team.
0: And we're the winners of that competition on how many occasions? So you can't ever accuse, you know, one thing Wenger was very good at all the time. I don't want to bring him in because everyone, you know, whatnot. but it's just uh, the club in recent years have been very respectful when it comes to playing big teams in the FA Cup. So, and we've got, a lot of, we've got a lot of players, a lot of players we need to play into form. We've got a game against Southampton on Tuesday night. It was the right decision to, to, to change things up. Now, going back to the whole point of this debate, sorry, I've got sidetracked, is we've got, there is a clear problem, though. In saying that, there is a clear problem that the, the team that come in aren't, cannot go to that same level. Uh, William, Pepe, Inketia. El I'm going to be a bit, you know, because I've seen El energy and I've seen what El can bring. So I'm a bit, I'm a, you know, I, I appreciate that he may not be everyone's favorite player, but El Neni, I've got a bit of patience for. But, we, but we're seriously concerning that, you know, the attacking players of our second string don't seem to be able to connect the play up and don't seem to provide a threat at all. No threat at all. And it's a real, real concern. We can't, you know, we've got a game on Tuesday that's hopefully going to be totally different. But, you know, if someone gets injured for a long period of time, look, we don't know if Aubameyang's going to be with us. One of those players is going to have to come in. We don't know if that guy's going to be able to bring a, a competent performance. It, it's, it's scary, boys. It's scary. It's scary. You know, it's, it's
2: funny. Apart, obviously, really hoping that everything's okay with Abamyang and... Um... You know, there's a lot of things in life that are a lot bigger than football. So let's just hope that obviously thoughts with him and, and his family and whatever's going on with them at the moment. Um but almost that, that left side of the of the pitch is that left side of the attacking position of the pitch I'm I'm a lot less concerned about because you know you've got Martinelli that can play there, you've got Saka that can play there. But maybe it's the the issue is the is the balance in our squad. We've got a lot of players, but there's are certain areas where the options just are, are, are not great. I mean, does, the, does that, you know, Kibbs, does that second eleven stand a chance when you've essentially got no other option to play in the ten at the moment with, with it being Willian or, you know, that not really working? And Willock, when he's played there in Europa League, it's worked fine. But then in, when it's a domestic competition, he, he's not performed.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh... Yeah, unfortunately, what's looking like at the moment, that kind of second string, 11 coming in, especially those attacking players, as you said, in, in that number 10 position is problematic. Problematic in the sense that they're just not... It's an issue of them actually playing together as well. You just don't see the same sort of connection. They're not really on the same wavelength. And it, even them coming on, as substitutes they're just not effective so these players need they they need to get game time it's essential being a part of the squad they will need to get time. i just don't unless we kind of change formation again try and accommodate them i just don't really see how we're going to solve this issue with these particular players i'm not speaking about us making replacements i'm just saying getting the best out of those as we mentioned
2: that's a good point you made there like Toast, there's something to be said for, I think, when Arteta first came in, he seemed to be very fluid with his formations. At the moment, we're in four-two-three-one, 2 three, one, uh, come rain or, or sunshine. Um, or snow, uh, I... as it was today in London. But, <laughs> you know, is there an option there? You know, you're having to bring in players like William, Pepe. Um, there's no real
0: uh, natural number 10 there. Do we change it up? I mean, th- the thing is, then you're going to get a lot of Arsenal fans saying, "Chop and changing." Uh, you know, why is he, why is he being the tinker man now, moving to a different formation or whatnot? I think, you know, as a big club, you've got to be adaptable, and I think, you know, whether it be some version of um, three-four-three or three-five-two, um, you know, Arteta's had success with that last year, so he shouldn't be a Afraid. Yes, we're successful with the 4 two, three, one at the moment, but he shouldn't be afraid to, to go to that formation because it's brought us some success. And maybe if he goes to that formation, something different can happen with, with the attacking, with the attackers that we've got, we've got on the field. But I, I do have to say, um, uh, Kibbs, I, I do think William is a lost cause. Um <laughs> I really, I really, and I'm being uh, that strong, boys. I'm being that strong. Lost um, cause. <laughs> I, I, I'm being that every time he, I, I can't, I don't even see him run. And obviously he's running on the pitch. Obviously he's running, but it doesn't even look to me as if he's running. And mm. like you are saying, his, the, the lack of shots, the lack of threat, the lack of creativity, the lack of trying to force himself out of it, forces himself out of his rut. you know, I just don't see it. So I'm very afraid when this player comes or is involved in anything, you know, I'd rather it being Joe Willock, who he's he's at the beginning of his career, right? Willock, so he's still got a, a lot to learn. Even Reese Nelson, if he came in, he's at the beginning of his career. He's got a lot to learn. Willian has been there, done it, got the T-shirt, and he just doesn't seem on the pitch to be able to motivate himself to do anything creativ- Creatively. And it's a real, it's a real scare. Um, we've got a real problem with, with inverted commas, our second string. And that's even embarrassing. We're calling Willian second string. Willian yeah, it's, of yeah, Chelsea of seven years. I think that's, I think that's great,
2: if, if Willian second string. I mean, because uh, my worry when, when he was coming he in, in was that he, he was coming started. to be
0: starting, actually. I, um, you would have thought, right? Sorry, I, I'm going to leave it going, going back to you. But you would have thought the name Willian... What he's done, he's going to come and make an impression. Now, the fact that we are considering him to be, like, our reserve player, I think that is, like, wow. Really? Willian? Where, where,
1: where did... Where did He start so well. That first game against Fulham. Yeah. It just... It just that Fulham, gone. That Fulham
2: team at the time, though, they were in disarray, weren't they? No.
1: Yeah, but you could put Willian against Nottingham Forest or, you know, someone in the, in the like, depths of the Championship, close to... Like the bottom of the table, and would we'll see the same performance. <laughs> we'll ne-
2: Unfortunately, we we we'll, we'll never know. But I know what you mean. It, it it looks like the he's not brave at the moment, and is that because of the fact that he's he's nervous because he, because he knows his form is he tight because he knows obviously the criticism that he must be getting and and and, and that kind of thing, and is he's struggling to perform in that in that way. But then, I suppose. That's where it kind of, I, for me, it comes back to the manager. There's, there's a role for him to play in, in getting enough out of these players. Um, and we saw at the start of the season, that, that middle portion of the season when we had a lot of trouble, that, that was his first 11 and he wasn't getting enough out of them then. And they've gone to being his second 11 and he can't get anything out of them now as well. So I don't know whether there's a bit of, a bit of blame there to be portioned at Arteta.
1: That's a, I, I interesting, yeah. That's a good question.
0: I, th- I think, yeah, the, the manager at the end of the day, the buck stops with the manager. He's got to be able to motivate them and um, motivate them and get them going. But what I think Arteta has been bad in doing, and I think I was mentioning it to you boys in the chat yesterday, was just like, when one of the players has had a bad game, and no, not one bad game, because that would sound bad, Continued bad games, he's got to do something. If this was any other player, right? Look, look at AMN, for example. Maintenance, he wasn't in the squad again yesterday, was he? I he think he might have been squad. in the squad. But was he? I don't yeah. think. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check. I, I think don't he think he was. On the was bench. In- think I'm going to check bench. again. I don't think he was on the bench. If he was on the bench, yeah, but, he was, look, the bench. Look, look, he was mm-hmm. on the bench. Yeah. Okay. So he's on the bench. This is the first game we've seen him on the bench since when? Since his Crystal Palace. When AMN does something wrong, he's benched or he's out of the squad and then brought back in. Willian has been continually bringing in these bad performances and he's still either on the bench or he's starting. Maybe I'm a bit Pepe, what's it called? But Pepe, you know, he, gets, he has bad performance. He's brought off, he's on the bench or whatever. We need to see, you know, it, it's a bit inconsistent because AMN deserved to be on the bench for the Newcastle game in some way, shape or form to be able to redeem himself. Maybe he could have played this game on, in on, central midfield to redeem himself or whatever. I don't know.
1: honestly, I look at the treatment between maybe yeah, William being on one side and I look how he's kind of handled Pepe, AM, AMN, and Willick, Nelson. With and the difference. Willick
0: Nelson, yeah.
1: The difference is Stark. All I can say is that you're looking at an experienced player who, you know, Edu and Arteta wants to bring in the really strong on William come to the club. I, I wonder if he's just looking at it and being like, Yo, this is my play. I, I brought him in yeah. to bring in make a difference. I can't just come out in the media. He's basically him saying he's made a mistake. Yes, I think we've on. got to that point, mate, you're saying we've got to that point where we need to cut our losses. Yeah. You know, we might not be able to get rid of him right now, but you're saying no more minutes for Willian. You,
0: you're spot on, Kibbs. I think they're trying to protect the, the fact that they really went out on a limb to get that player and it's not working out. So they're just trying to play him and play him and play him and hope he's going to create some sort of magic, which will take the heat off him. But for me, dead trade. <laughs> dead, dead trade. Do you, do you know, I,
2: I imagine a scenario where we're playing Benfica in a month's time. And it's, you know, last 15 minutes or last 20 minutes, we're losing 1 0. And Arteta turns around and he's like, I need to bring someone on to change this game. And he's looking at, he's looking at Inketia (laughs) and he looks, he's like, oh, okay, now, William, uh, okay, Uh, Pepe. And he's just like, yeah, you know what? Like, let's just see how this goes (laughs) for the next 20 because, (laughs) because, you know what? Are we, what is he, what, what does he do in that situation, Kibbs? What does he do in that situation? Well, what does he do in that
1: situation? What choice? Did, well, actually, I know what he does in that situation. We, I think that's something we'll come back to. But I think he has more options now. But in that given hey, situation, yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah, I don't know what you do. You lose. I think that's our problem in general. Like you're going to have to have Martinelli on the bench. You know that kind of as we discussed. This, yeah. Or by Martinelli, are, like rotating. I really was expecting, I'm sorry, not to diverge, but one player I was really expecting more from was Nelson. He's the kind of player, like, you looked at him at Hoffenheim, he's the kind of player who could come on and make an impact. So I don't really know what you do. Pepe, yes, I think he can come on and make a difference, but that's, that's, that's where it ends mm-hmm. right now.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think... Um...
1: In a lot of data points to come to that conclusion as well, we've seen, in, you know? Yeah.
2: I think I think that's a that's a big pro- because, for example, against we had this situation essentially against Crystal Palace, didn't we? He turned to his bench, and he brought on Nketi, he brought on Pepe, um, and nothing happened. <laughs> Literally nothing happened. Um, so yeah, I think it's uh, it's a big problem. But I think one of the things that you said earlier, Tori, is in terms of you know sh- these players haven't been getting necessarily much of an opportunity from the start, at least with our main first team squad, you know, maybe Pepe and ESR could could have a better relationship than we know of, you know, they're not, he's not really had the opportunity, so um, I'm, I'm sure, sure we'll find out more as we go forward in the next six games
1: I, I, I just think that Pepe's a problem with Saka, I, mm. I, I'm always like worried to see Saka and Pepe on the E, like, close together I can't yeah. know, I, I think word, they, they the, the Minister other's game, yeah so I really... Yeah, I'm not sure, but it could work. A bit. I I, ju-
0: I just hope that we're I just hope that we're not in a situation where one of the players that we're relying on really hard, like Bukayo Saka or Emil Smith or Kieran Tierney. I really hope those three players are not injured for a long period of time because if they are, we're we're, we're going to be in trouble. Yeah, we're, we're going to be in trouble. Real issue. Left there, 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 there is a big chance of that happening though. Yeah, and that's real. the thing. It's a big chance of it happening. These guys, some of them are young players, That they, you know, the first two we mentioned. If they get injured, we could be in trouble. So, and we yeah. should be able to be confident enough that we can say that whether it be Nelson, Willock, more likely Pepe and Willian, they should be able to make a better contribution. Um, hopefully they can, you know. But for me, I'm just... With Willian, my base point is he's disappointing. Let's see if he can do anything other than that yeah unfortunately
1: yeah just to leave that though i think there's a saying in sports in general right so when they're bad you give them more chances and even when to the point they get even worse you give them more chances and on a lot of occasions i think like watching nfl the player that you will have a microscope under their fortunes change but i'm just hoping in the case of our fringe players, I'm hoping that for at least one or two of them, we see some form of revival because we're going to need them, no matter what. We're going to need them at some points in the second half of the season.
0: I do know words, Amari.
2: Yeah, I think, I think that's definitely... I mean, we can't, we can't get away from it. There's going to be those games coming up where rotation will be happening. You know, I'm looking at our next six games or so We've got, you know, Southampton, and United, and then we go into Wolves and Villa away, Leeds at home, Benfica away. And there's no way we're going to be able to play all those games with the same starting eleven. Um, so I just think Arteta's going to have to be, be clever in the way that he manages the squad. And I think there's something to be said for rotating players in and out so that there's enough of the, the key components, you know, that, maybe we can get something out of people like Pepe, um, William and Ketia somehow. I don't know. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how we go. We'll see how we go.
0: Let's see how we go. All right. That was the big debate, uh, listeners. So we're now going to another break. And when we'll be back, uh, we'll be talking about the games we've got next. Uh, Southampton on Tuesday and then Man on Sunday previewing that. Then we'll be doing top five, high five, throw pie, and some predictions uh, in that as well. All right, we'll see you right after this. Hi, listeners. Thanks for listening.
1: If you want to find us, you can find us on Twitter, at TPGooner, Instagram, temperamentalgooners, and via email, tpgooners at yahoo.com. Thanks.
0: All right, and welcome to part three of the Temperamental Gunners podcast. So we're now looking forward to the uh, Southampton and Man U games. Uh, Guys, what do you think that Arteta is going to do for for these games, uh, especially Tuesday to start off with? Big question.
2: When does the new signing come in? When do we see him? When do we see Odegaard? I think... Uh, Yes. I think, I think Tuesday will be too soon for him, but you know, potentially for that game against United on Saturday, he could be, could be involved in some, in some way.
0: What do you guys think of that signing uh, on a whole in just the terms of where he's going to play and you know, what this guy's done so far, which has been, in my opinion, it's been a bit up and down his career, although he had a good, uh, he had a good season at Sociedad uh, last season. Uh, that, was lot, that was last season, right? His season at Sociedad? He had a good season there but it's still been a bit up and down with him. Uh, a player that's been around for a long time. He signed for Real Madrid when he was 16, I believe. Kibbs. Yep. Was a, when was it? 2015?
1: He's yeah. a, a bit of a teen child prodigy. We've we've known about Odegaard for, as you said, a long time. I'm excited. <laughs> uh,
0: Southampton. Uh, I, let, let me start off first with Southampton. Uh, I'm actually going to be more positive for this game because of the main fact is Southampton played their full strength team this, 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 you know, yesterday, Saturday, in the FA Cup. Those guys pressed us hard, those guys really showed what they wanted to do in terms of imposing themselves on us. We have still got players to come in, and I think Arteta's going to look at this game and say, Okay, these were where you guys failed pretty much. You guys who are coming in, it's, it's maybe sounds very basic, but you guys coming in now, you know what you're expecting. Plus, we're going to have fresher legs. We're going to have Smith Rowe. We're going to have Saka starting. We're going to have Thomas Partey, you know, being dominant in the midfield, or at least bringing some sort of guile to the midfield more than Jacken and El Nene could. Then we're going to have El The funny thing is, we're going to say, "Oh, we're going to have David Luiz coming in because David Luiz has actually quite looked quite, you know, uh, stable in the last couple of games and whatnot." Hector will be back on the right, most likely. So I, I think we should be a bit more positive for this game, and if hopefully we win, like I think we do, we will win. Um, you know, it will put this game on Saturday in a better perspective.
2: Yeah, I think I think a um, little bit of a little bit of pressure on us created by the fact that you know we rested the guys on Saturday, which I think is the right decision, but it's only not that the ends have to justify the means, but. You know he, he'll be justified if on on Tuesday we, we win and we win and we win well um I think I think Southampton are a very good side but we could see even on Saturday um their the way they play football it, it's high intensity and I think in the last 25 minutes on Saturday even they look leggy yeah um, and so you know I think we should be looking to take advantage of that but we'll have to start quickly and yeah. as you've mentioned many times before, toes that's not something that we really seem to be about. Um, so hopefully, hopefully we can change that for Tuesday. But yeah, I'm I'm feeling good. I haven't predicted us to lose at all, um, but I, I'm I'm feeling good. I think I think I think he, I think we should play well on Tuesday night.
1: Tibbs. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't never say I'm confident um, because they have. They have an attacking threat. Uh, one player in particular, Danny Ings, he can pop up with a goal at any time. Um, he's good against good opposition. So we should I'll be like alright there. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to see a convincing display, but I'll just be happy for us to win because, as you said, it's clear that Arteta, you know, favoured the Premier League game. So I expect us to come out and. Really, uh, yeah, really go for it from the offset. So I, I believe we'll win, but it might be tight. It might be a bit cagey. Uh,
0: you, you say player that you're most worried about, Kibbs, um, uh, is uh, is Danny Ings. I, I'm, you know, always afraid of James Ward-Prowse because his set play delivery is, is unreal, and his free kicks. Uh, yeah, he, he's, a, he's a very very talented player. I'm surprised he hasn't gone to a big club. Personally speaking. I don't know why I think of him as being someone who could have been Aaron Ramsey or whatever, but let, let's take that aside. But I think he's a very talented player, that guy. and His dead ball delivery is very good. So, granted, Jack had better stay on his feet in that yeah. in and around our box.
1: Yeah, he's a bit of a complete midfielder, to be honest. He's, um, he's a runner as well. He picks up the ball, he finds space. Yeah, he, I am worried about him. I'm also worried about Theo Walcott.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know, he's also
1: an player
2: they just got a lot of energy in that front part of the pitch.
1: But um, they'll give us space, yeah. They'll give us yeah. space.
2: And that's the thing. I think we've come up against them a couple of times recently. And even when... I think in both games they've been on top for large periods and they haven't haven't made it count. Um, and I think on Tuesday they're going to come up against a bit of a different outfit. It'll be the first time that they're playing, you know, this kind of new look Arsenal of 2021. Um so hopefully hopefully we can we can show a lot more against them.
0: Starting with your predictions, uh Amari, what are you going for?
2: I'm going for a two one
0: Arsenal victory. Two one win. All right. Kibbs, what are you going for?
1: Yeah, I would have said two one, but you know, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna go for one
0: nil Arsenal. Going for I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with two one. Uh okay. I think, I think we'll win, and uh, yeah, I can see us getting two goals. I, I can't see us not conceding, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, 2-1 is what I'm going to go for uh, in that game. Um, so with that, that's on Tuesday. On Saturday, it's the big game against Man U at home. Man U are on a real, real hot streak, uh, which I did not expect them to be playing so well and be getting so many good results. Uh, they're playing us on Saturday at the Emirates. Uh, Kibs, over to you. How, how do you see this one?
1: Oh yo, man, Man United are dangerous at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Uh, so just going on like um, you know form, form. <laughs> but I'm talking about form between United and Arsenal. I don't. We haven't actually lost in the. I think in the last four in the Premier League, um, and I think the last two resulted in in wins home and away. I think this is a different United we're looking at so it's cheeky for me to say I'll, be, I'll still be disappointed with a loss but I'm not sure if we'll be able to contain them
2: yeah I think it's that's one of those things this game engages with like the passions of Arsenal fans like there's, there's more you know you see we're playing United and you don't just want us to you, you want us not to lose because it's United you know what I mean like they're, they're, they're big big rivals of ours, um, especially to fans of our, of our age, because we, we remember when we were younger and we were diehard about football, it was the big game. It was what determined whether we were winning the league or not, yeah. pretty much. Um, obviously, all different now, and I'm sure Sky Sports will bang on about that or in the lead up to the game, as they always do. But still want to win every time we play in United. Um, and definitely definitely don't want to lose
1: they, they're capable of having a stinker yeah, united
2: in recent weeks though they just looked they've they've looked like a much more serious outfit, man,
1: but they beat um, yeah they beat they beat their how they've come to find themselves in that training position, they beat the teams that they should they can't yeah. sometimes settle against like top six
2: yeah. Yes. I think they they look dangerous against Liverpool in the league, um, if not kind of throwing the kitchen sink at it when they could have done. Um, And, you know, I've just watched them play Liverpool again in the the cup and um, matched them well in all areas. And the problem that we have is that they are pretty deadly on that counter-attack.
0: They're
2: they're finding a way, yeah. And... uh, I don't know we've been we've been set up a lot better in the in the league over the last few weeks and haven't looked as open, but yeah the idea of like rashford running into pockets of space Fernandez picking up um uh the ball in in, in little areas and finding those passes yeah it, it's going to be a very 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 tricky game
1: I'm, yeah, I'm just able to pick their pockets mm. because Fernandez is loose with his balls. he gives away the ball a lot. <laughs>
0: I'm not too confident to be honest uh, with United Uh, I know yeah sorry boys I'm not too confident with United I I think I think they're on a a bit of a roll and I think we we played them at a very good time I'm not taking anything away from our performance because I think that was the best Arsenal performance I've seen um, playing Manchester United I've never seen us totally dominate that a game against them I think United are gonna they've got something about them right now. So I think they're going to counter as well. I'm hoping, I think the most I can hope for is that we we don't, we don't lose the game, but I just think that the way their attack is so, everything's coming together. It's knitting together. Well, like you could see like some of the balls that Rashford was playing in today, and Pogba all of a sudden is, is becoming a good player again for them. I just think that they may have too much in terms of the threat, um, uh, to pick us off. I hope what they try and do is they try and play football. I hope they don't try and counter, because if they try and play football then we may have a chance in terms of picking their pockets, as Amari is saying. But um, I'm not too confident to be honest. I think Man you're on a good run and I think they're looking for a bit of revenge against us. So, sorry to sound uh, a bit negative there, boys, but, you know. I think um, one
2: thing I'm excited about in these, over these next couple of games, especially, and, and in that United game for, for sure, is to see how Smithrow does because I think he's a a very very good player and I think a lot of people are yet to be fully convinced because they're saying you know we've played xyz team and you know it is what it is against those guys let's see how he does against the big in the big games and I think there's enough about him that he can make a difference in these big games Um, and yes I'm looking forward to seeing that I don't think there's an element of there's a there's a little bit less pressure on us because we're not we're at the moment we're not really in the hunt for anything. I think we need to win the next few games to see whether anything you know looking up the table is really really possible. Um, so uh, I don't know. I just hope that we aren't too scared of the occasion. Almost you know, United at home, big game. But I just mm. I just hope we can we can show some of the. The character and ability that we've showed over the last mm. the last few games.
1: I I agree I agree with that. I I do agree with that sentiment about like less pressure. But uh, as both of you know, up and, up to that Benfica game, we have a lot of difficult games and football's a you know a game of momentum. We could find ourselves in a situation where we've lost a few games and then you're facing well, I think it's a number Villa and there's Leeds. They're Aston, <laughs> that's best.
0: a tough run Aston Villa looking, Aston Villa looking very good
1: so we have to try and pick up as many points as we can uh, or, or maybe just not lose badly where that will shake our confidence
2: yeah no I, I I agree I agree I just don't think while I think United are showing a lot of um a lot at the moment and I don't I don't necessarily buy into this whole thing of like them being top is a bit false like they are a good side and whether they win, actually win the league or not I don't know but I don't think yeah. we necessarily have anything to fear given that we are on a run at the moment um, you know if we come out of that Southampton game with another w- victory I think you know we should go into this game confidently doesn't mean I think we're going to win
0: no.
2: <laughs> but I'm not I'm not scared
0: in the United game, let let's say we let's say we win on on Tuesday against Southampton. In the United game, um, central midfield boys, just quickly, what do you think, um, Partey and Xhaka or Partey and El Neny? Partey and El had a very very good game at Old Trafford. Remember, Xhaka wasn't there. Jacker's lack of mobility. I'm, I'm interested to hear what you guys are uh, uh, yeah. going to say about that. Say I've, I've got to that that that
2: United game that everyone says we played so amazing in, I think we all need to go back and watch it because they were bad. They were we, bad. They were terrible, and I think we were okay. Like, <laughs> like, like we we. You our sound, was a penalty in the seventy something minute. Like,
0: you sound like Roy Keane that night, who said, "What are you guys getting overexcited about?" I'm, yeah, I'm like Tim Cahill. But I, I, I okay. I've said I felt we played very, very well. But go on, go on.
1: I, I just yeah. So based on what we said, either you see the United that counter attack, United that play football. Either way, we're going to have to try and retain possession. Yeah. And in that kind of kind of dynamic, I would trust Xhaka more in a game with party. Yeah. I, I, I trust like the, I, I, we have to. I think we have to be fair to Xhaka. He's been he's been all right. Yeah, yeah. Recently and he and he's covered well. I am afraid that he could do something very rash against the quick, fast candidate, but El Nene the one who made the mistake. I, yeah. I don't see how we
2: Yeah, I think uh, I think yeah, I think it'll be it'll be Jacker and Partey, I think. Um I, I don't know whether there's many other kind of selection debates. I suppose it'll be I think the, the selection debates will be on that left wing if Aubameyang is around and available. Will it be him or Martinelli? Yeah. And the centre-back that partner's holding, yeah. is it Gabriel? Uh, I, I, I don't know whether we can allow him to play himself into form at the moment um, with those couple of games coming up. I don't know whether Mari is seriously injured, but I, I'm going to talk about him every podcast. Cause I think <laughs> That was a drop. The I Murray think I drop. think he's 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 decent. Um, I I don't know whether he's seriously injured, but you know, question about him. If those guys, if if Murray's not fit, I think he will be David Luiz every time. Um, sat, uh, against Southampton and and United. Um, and obviously KT three will have to play left back. No other option. Um, right, but yeah, so otherwise I don't. I don't, I don't let's, know. let's
1: see. Maybe Shabai's going to pop up in one of these games. Is he, is he injured? Is he okay? Are, um, was he on the
0: bench I, on the weekend? No, he wasn't no, he on the wasn't. bench. I think he's injured. I think he's injured. But yeah, um, Let's go with your predictions for the Man U game, then, boys. Um, uh, <clears throat> uh, let's start with you this time, uh, Amar, uh, Amari. Yeah, let's start with you this time. What are you going for? I went first last time, but I'm going to take it again anyway. Uh, did you? I'll go, oh, I'll, okay. Go again. I'll take it again anyway.
2: Oh, I'm, I'm going to go for the 1 1 that
0: probably everyone was thinking. Okay, so 1-1. Uh, Kibbs one, one. <laughs> is not happy. But, <laughs> but I'm the going to and
1: I have to do something different now. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. I've been forced to sit a few times. I need to go first next time. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could have
0: sw- sworn. I could have sworn. Not I read down out. here. Not. I, oh, wow. okay, go on. I want to win there's this.
2: Some, there's some serious rage in there, you know.
0: He's not happy. He's oh, no,
1: okay. cost me points. But 2-2. Um...
0: <laughs> one, one, two, two. 2-2. Yeah. Uh, I'm afraid I'm going to be negative. I can't see us winning at my new game. So I'm going to say we are going to, we may unfortunately lose 2-0 uh, to that one, unfortunately. 2 Ouch. 2-0. 2-0. Our defence is good, you know. No, I'm joking. Although I well, well, edit, well, well I yeah. Obviously, I'd be more than happy if you guys get the points on this one uh, uh, than me. But, yeah, I just think that, yeah. United might be just a bridge too far on that one but uh, but yeah um, let's turn our attention to a couple of things before we wrap up the pod uh, top five um, so top five uh, from the last game Kibbs uh, should I go with you first? Should I go with you first Kibbs here? Can I go with you first? I'll go with you first. Kibbs okay. <laughs> you had KT, KT3 Um, uh, uh, you had KT3 then you had um, who's Party, uh, Emil Smith Rowe, Bakaya Saka, and Abamyang. Uh, are you going to stick with or are you going to take someone out?
1: Ajay, yeah, I'll bet Orba, uh, you know, you have to be quite like reactive in the sense of what's the top five. So I think Orba is, uh, I'm going to, it's hard, it's hard to say. But I'm going to put Martinelli in there. It should be like I said, but I'm just going to put Martinelli in there. I hope he's not interested. <laughs> I hope he's not struggling. All mm. right.
0: Uh, so uh, Abamian comes out and uh, Martinelli comes in. Uh, Amari, your top five? Uh, your top five was uh, Rob Holding, Granite Jacker, uh, KT, uh, KT three, uh, Bakaya Saka, Emil Smith Rowe.
2: Uh, I'm bringing in Partey for Xhaka, I think.
1: Copying me now, yeah.
2: No, I didn't see Rob Holding in your team.
1: Just the party, just. The... <laughs> Situation <laughs> so, uh,
0: I've got I've got uh KT3, uh, Rob Holding, Bakaya Saka, Alexander Lacazette, and uh Emil Smith. Uh, for the second time, around, I'm gonna stick with boys. I think I'm gonna yeah. stick with. I think, um, I'm hoping Lacazette is gonna if Bamian stop playing, I think I'm hoping Lacazette is gonna take the mantle for his boy. And the only one who would probably be in danger would be Rob Holding, and that would be for Thomas Party. But, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see. I'm going to see how that goes. Uh, I'm just sticking with. Um, and now we're going to go to the game that everyone's talking about, boys. Uh, high five and throw a pie. So uh, I can't remember who started, who did the last high five and throw a pie. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll ask you guys. Who wants to go I'll first? I'll
2: graciously hand it over to my good friend, Kibbs.
1: Okay, I'll just start with Williams gonna catch us on road. So again, I ain't throwing a pie at William, it's Elneny. Oh
0: my <laughs> He's got away he's got
1: away. El Nenny has got away with it on um, a number of occasions where you know he's been delib- like just at fault with the ball and this time round it, it led to a goal. So yeah, Elneny, I'm throwing a pie at Elneny. It's a tough one this week with a high five. Uh,
0: uh, yeah, who you going to
1: high five? <laughs> Party.
0: Thomas Party. Yep. Thomas Party, okay. All right. Uh, Amari, who are you going with? Uh, I
2: called Kibbs out for doing this last week, but I've got some issues with, with Eddie at the moment, man. Um, one, that he's not convincing And two, that Follow in Is not playing any football So uh, Yeah, Eddie You're catching a pie I'm sorry, my guy <laughs>
0: um,
2: And the high five um, he, Do you know what? He might not have played well um, Yesterday In particular But I'm going to high five Rob Holding Just because he's been Very consistent Over the last Few weeks um, And uh yeah, hope, hopefully it can continue.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, you, guys might, you guys might think differently, but I actually am going to find it quite hard to throw a pie at someone this week, or the person I want to throw a pie is actually quite a hard decision. So I'm going to go with who I'm high-fiving 1st You I'm going to high-five uh, Thomas Partey, so I'm going to take a leaf out of uh, Kibbs' book there. Thomas Partey's is impressed in the last couple of games, and again, when he came on against Southampton, even though we lost he showed a bit of authority in Gale. Um, you know it's tough it's either someone from the defence or it's Willian who's getting a pie uh, from this game and I can't I'm not going to give it to Gabriel because like I say he's just come back but the defence on a whole was shocking against the Southampton game uh, in my opinion But because I can't pin it on one person, it's gonna be Willian's uh in terms of (laughs) William's getting a pie from me.
2: (laughs) You found a way you went so far around the houses to just come back to pie the guy that you fired maybe six
0: podcasts in a row. It could have been Cedric. It
1: could have been Cedric.
0: (laughs) Toes vendetta is in the house. Cedric assisted in the last game, right? Cedric assisted in the last game. What has our boy Willian done? If I find William. If I see you, or if you hear this podcast, come on, gonna catch talk you, to man. Toes, talk to Kibs, talk to Omari. All right, we want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. We want to yeah, hear your good. struggles. We want to hear what you can do for Arsenal. Come on the show. All right, come on the show. <laughs> He's getting a pie. He's getting a pie. Sorry. So, all right. At, at William, yeah. William,
1: oh, yeah. Oh, we, could,
0: uh, him, we can Hashtag him, it. Hashtag him. Okay, okay. Hashtag it. <laughs> Says Toes. Toes gives you. Seven pies, seven or six in a row. I'm gonna right, count I it up. Six, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna count it up. All right, boys. Uh, good hustle tonight. That's the end of the pod. Uh, hopefully, by the time we come back to you, we've got uh, two wins under our belts. Um, and hopefully, uh, with those predictions, that means Amari and Kibbs will be leading the predictions table. If 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 we get those wins, if we get those results yeah. so that's a uh, uh, yeah sorry and
1: quickly just as before we go big up Matt Ryan coming on loan I think he was my fantasy pick in 2018 he had a, a really good year so I'm hoping to see a bit more of that when he has the opportunity to play I think he's a good shot stopper yeah big up Matt Ryan welcome yeah.
0: that, that, that's a good point Kibbs you know what about Matt Ryan I respect him because every time Arsenal play Brighton he has a wonder game against us I don't think, until we, lo- until we beat Brighton this season, we hadn't beat them since, was it Wenger's, uh last year or the season before yeah, no. that? And Matt Ryan's had a great game against us in each of those. Yeah. So I'm actually quite happy that we've got him. In, in... Right. I hate Brighton. So I'm actually yeah. quite happy that we've taken one of their, their goalkeeper. Uh, yeah, so, yeah.
1: And you know, to that point, in that season, actually, uh, it's mad. I think he had, like, the most shots faced against him. And he was like... Third top for, uh, like Bright, Brighton. Was third top for those on target, and I think in total, and that's he had like ten clean sheets. He was like seventh in the league. I think he was instrumental for Brighton not getting relegated. So yeah, good I know keeper. he's fallen out of favour, but come on, that's a good backup goalkeeper. I think
0: uh, Amari. Before we go, actually, given it's a January transfer window, and given. A- our history of the January transfer window the likes of Denis Suarez and the likes of Kim Kallström. Uh Odegaard we did touch on him Are we, we're hoping he's not going to be like this right
2: I think there's definitely a good player in there I think it's a lot to ask for someone to come in um, five months or so and, and, and show their best I hope he can hit the ground running he looks like a, he looks like a talent um, great left foot um, he's going to be hungry to play um and i think that that all stacks up well because i don't there's not an option to buy i don't think on this deal he's looking to get back into the team around madrid and i think he's going to have five months to convince um to convince them that 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 he deserves that starting berth so let's see what he can do for us um yeah i think he's it makes sense if you can do this loan i think it makes sense it relieves a bit of the pressure on smith Rowe. um you know, and hopefully provides some sensible and 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 and, and good cover. But
1: yeah. just quick quick question, Omar, actually, before we go, is um is is there any misconception about uh, Odegaard? Is he truly a number ten, or do you think he's someone that he could potentially play?
2: So I think I think he can play that eight position. I think he's done it before. I think when he was at loan on loan in Vitesse, that's where he was. That's where he was playing. Um. Uh, he looks like, you know, he looks like a, a player with the ability to run from deep with the ball. So, I think he can he can play a little bit deeper. But I don't think that's what how we're going to use him. I, given that we're playing this forty-three-one at the moment, I think it'll be, you know, whether he can play out on on one of the wide positions as well. I think that might be an option because I don't know whether is going to want to drop, you know, one of him or Smith Rowe completely. Um, and potentially you could see them playing together but I think, yeah, it's exciting there'll be options, which is more than we can say for what we've had over the last few weeks
0: Alright, well, I just hope he doesn't have a broken back, so that's all I'm hoping for, shout out Kim Calström. Alright guys, <laughs> that's it from us We'll see you in the next, see you in the next episode guys all
1: right, Come on, Gunners. all right. Take care, take care boys
0: Bye bye